0: You can take the Blitz with you everywhere you go. Get in the game everywhere
1: with the Blitz 1170 app.
0: All right, coming up in 30 minutes from now, the uh, TU Men's and Women's Coaches Hour here on the Blitz 1170 at 6 o'clock, running till 7. My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Colby Daniels. Scott File alongside, and uh, let's welcome in Dusty Dvorak here on the Blitz 1170. All right, dude, let me have it.
1: What's up, boys? Let's
0: let's go. Let's how we
1: doing? Marvelous ahead. Monday. Get this out of the way. That was <laughs> hey. I mean, what, what what can I say? At least your team was in a Super Bowl. Uh, I I thought last night was awesome, man. I, I um I was enthralled all night. I thought the uh, enjoyed a lot of the commercials. I thought halftime. I was one that actually enjoyed it. My wife more than me, but I enjoyed the halftime. I thought the game was, was stellar. I mean, it was a competitive game from start to finish, and we even got bonus action. So um, I I had it twenty four twenty one Chiefs. So I was a little bit off, but pretty close uh, in that regard. I, I I thought it was a great night. Um, unfortunate for your for your Niners pop, but I mean, he, he's Patrick Mahomes, man. Like you know, what I mean, like yeah, the Niners defense was dominant all night until the final four possessions. You know, there's two things in that game that I thought were so pivotal uh the after the interception the quick three and out that the Chiefs got the Niners inability to get points I believe that ball is at the 44 yes I thought that was a massive key in the game and then obviously the the fumble on the punt I thought those two aspects that's hate to say it but that's what got your Niners beat pop and at the end of the day it's not, just, it's not just turnovers. It's points off turnovers. And for the Niners not to get anything, like if they score right there, I just think the momentum is so much. Who knows? It's Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he still comes back. But I just think that that was a huge moment. And then, you know, first play after the, the muff punt, that 16-yard touchdown, was really the difference in the game. Obviously, tons to break down and tons to talk about. But I thought those two things – as much as any, we get, there's a lot of different deals, but I thought those were massive pivotal points in the game. Both went the way of Kansas City. Pretty, pretty big. Um, I don't know why, but third and four
0: out of the two-minute warning. Yeah. <sighs> that play, I think, is going to haunt me as a fan as much as any of the others because I think in that moment, like you have to be aware. like what What's Spag's calling card? Like you, oh, he's you, blitzing. He's you know he's coming at you, oh, yeah. and I don't, I don't understand the the play call in that moment. Like you're you're trying to give your quarterback the best opportunity to make a play in that moment, and I mean Kansas City was getting home on that blitz last night. I mean almost instantly, it felt like Brock had like less than a second to try to make something happen there with the play design that was called, and so that one sticks out, and that's a rough one. And then the third and four. Yeah, the Chris Jones. Hey, Chris hey Jones. you are on to
1: block 95. So, Hello.
0: So, I, Dusty, I don't know. I I, I saw Jeff Schwartz, like, breaking this yeah. down and walking yeah. through it and everything else. Like, design, the right if, guard
1: busted. Yes. The right I, guard busted, period. I mean, in a sentence. Which like, has
0: been a problem you, the entire year, but in a moment like that where you know that that is the weak point of your offense, ah. which the right side of that line has been, you mean to tell me that the genius that is – you don't I, – I don't like the play call there. I just, I just don't. I don't have a problem with kicking it after that, but those, those two third and fours are going to end me as a fan. I get it,
1: because here's the deal. If you get that, um, that one at the two-minute, you – You're likely, running it out. You end the game. Yes. Game that's over, ball, yeah. that's ball game. I actually had a bigger issue with second down, not handing it to McCaffrey after he got five on first down. I mean, you know, I, and I know he had 30 touches – uh, but I, if he would have had 35, it would have been fine by me. I mm-hmm. thought something was up with Debo. He was not okay. I think he had 11 targets, only three catches. George Kittle, outside of the fourth and three, which we're talking about some cojones, uh, outside of that conversion, he did nothing all night. I guess what he did catch that pass on second, where I'm, calling, where I'm saying I would have given it to McCaffrey, uh, they do go uh, Kittle on that for no gain. But, yeah, those two third downs, man, were crucial. And it's, it's really inexcusable in the overtime to not block the best defensive lineman, but, you know, best defensive tackle in football. Uh, I I just – I don't get it. And you pull center around. Like, I understand, you know, they're trying to help out uh, and they're trying to do something a little bit different, a little play action, what is kind of a fake jet sweep. They pull the the center around uh, to the outside. And I thought – I think I I saw Schwartz. Like, the left guard, he's going to secure that inside gap to have two guards account for that a gap didn't make a lot of sense. And then again, just to allow, and you kept the tight end and like, it was a six man pressure, yes. but you had a six man protection. Like you had it, you had the numbers and you couldn't give Brock Purdy any time at all. Oh, so, and Iuke a- is so a- a- wide, open. wide open. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, my God. so here's another thing. Um, and you know, I, I gotta just, I gotta be honest, man. I, I thought what Shanahan did, uh, taking the ball first, I, I hated it. And I get like your defense was just on the field and in Kansas City, maybe you want to give them a rest. It was 11 plays, 64 yards. But a lot of time goes in between with the coin flip. I, you should always, the rationale by Kyle Shanahan, it was just inexcusable in my opinion. And the fact that the players didn't even know the rules, Tony Romo didn't seem like he knew the rules. Uh, He was acting like that Chris Jones sack was going to, was a game-saving play. He thought that if the Niners scored, that that was going to be it. Like, there's a lot of confusion, but coaches, players have to know, have to know. And then to hear the Chiefs after sale, we've, you know, we, we worked on these scenarios for the last two weeks, if it's potentially overtime. I just think you always want to put yourself in a position in that spot that when you possess the ball, you can end the game. And with the new rules, no matter what, that second team getting a touch, you, you can end the game. And also, like, I don't know, maybe they still go for it. Do they go for it on fourth and one? Like, you know, I, I don't know. If, if Kansas City's got the ball first, changes your thought process. You obviously got to go for it on fourth and one when you're down a field goal. I just, I hated it. And even if, even if Casey goes down and scores, you are going to kick an extra point. You can go score a touchdown and go for two and end the game. For Kyle Shanahan to say I was thinking about the third possession, like, what? Thinking about the third possession? Like, if he would have said my defense was tired, I needed to put my offense on the field. If he would have said we feel that our offense gives us the best chance, anything other than saying, well, uh, we we expected that the first two possessions would essentially counterbalance one another. We were looking for that third possession. Like, what? Like, how can you be planning for a third possession that isn't guaranteed? Two possessions are guaranteed. And I think you'd always, always in that scenario – want to have the ball second so that you know exactly what you have to do and you have the opportunity when you possess the football to end the game and not give it back to Patrick Mahomes. You know, one element that we haven't even mentioned, at least on this show today, and I don't know if you talked about it earlier, but Dre Greenlaw going down in one of the most freak injury situations ever. That's just cruel.
0: That's Insanity. one of the cruelest injuries I've ever seen oh. in my life. And to pop an Achilles while he's just trying to run back onto the field. Do you Go back and watch the first three plays of, of uh, San Francisco on defense. He is an absolute monster just crushing people on the first couple of plays. That impacted everything that they were doing in terms of run game, yeah. everything, but just in terms of... Uh, like, a fan of individuals and a fan of just sport in general, that might be one of the more crueler
1: injuries that I can remember ever. I I felt so awful for him. I mean, he, it was just – you hate to see that. I mean, just jogging back on the field. And Fred Warner was great, uh, as he typically is. But you're right, Greenlaw was flying around. I thought the defense – I thought the Niners' defense, it looked like the defense we've, you know, uh, grown accustomed to seeing the last several years. I thought they really came to play. Bosa was a monster – I thought Chase Young responded and played really well. So, like, I I thought they did a lot of really good things. Uh, But, yes, the the Dre Greenlaw injury, I I can't think of one that's comparable on a stage. A game of that magnitude for a freak injury like that, it just, boy, I felt, uh, as everybody did, felt awful for him. But, man, I mean, that Patrick Mahomes guy, how good is he, boys? I mean, he's out there – and. And I get Travis Kelsey, ho-hum game, mess around. Was it nine catches, 93 yards? Um, and obviously the, the huge third down that he caught. And I think I saw something, a stat, that he hit the highest miles per hour on the GPS on that crosser that he's had in seven seasons. Like, that's <laughs> wild. Like, you would talk yeah. about ha- knowing when you have to have it. Because he outran Fred Warner, which Travis yeah. Kelsey, he's going to outrun a lot of people. Uh, that was obviously impressive. But what Patrick Mahomes is doing, guys, and, and the defense deserves a ton of credit too, obviously. But, I mean, Rasheed Rice, a nice player. But, I mean, Nicole Hardman? Like, the guy couldn't even – he got cut from the Jets. I mean, he's doing it with pedestrian wide receivers. Like, what, would, what would their wide receiver room rank in the NFL? 30? Near the bottom. 31? Easily. Yes. Last? And Last maybe 32 guys, and this guy's just going out there, and he's he's amazing. And I said to you guys on Friday, I thought Brock Purdy and or Mahomes, their mobility, I thought it'd be a huge factor. thought that was a difference in the game. I mean, I've said several things a difference. But late in the game, uh, the crucial fourth and one, the big third and one, the plays that Patrick Mahomes was able to make with his legs, that, that you know, it basically becomes triple option which are inside Reed's zone, and is just flying off the backside, not even respecting the quarterback. I mean, they got chunk runs from Patrick Mahomes, I believe the second most rushing yards, only to Jalen Hurts in Super Bowl history. And I think I saw uh, – uh, uh, As there's just so many superlatives, but Steve Young and Patrick Mahomes now the only quarterbacks to lead their teams in rushing yards and win a Super Bowl. Like, I mean, the guy is just – he's a killer, and – the thing is the Niners needed a 14-17 point lead as good as they yes. played in the first half. For, the, for them and then to get that interception on in the opening possession. They had no only cushion. be up 7. They needed to be up 14 cuz at some point the dude's going to get hot. And he got hot and they score on their final four possessions uh, and on a night when it seemed like San Francisco was one step ahead. Once Patrick Mahomes got rolling, uh, it was it was all over but the crying. That guy is one of the most special quarterbacks and special football players we've ever seen, and I think he's just now hitting his stride, which is scary for everybody in the National Football League. How about the calls? And call we itself? were talking last week, Dusty, about signature moments, right? Not oh, not just in the Super Bowl, but but we mentioned even the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes not necessarily having yeah. like that signature moment in their first two wins. I mean, whether it's the fourth and one rush or the the game-winning throw, I mean, you got a couple of them yesterday for Mahomes now. You do, 100%. Uh, he had several. There was also one that stands out to me. I'm trying to remember when it was. He pump fakes. I think it was Armstead. He pump fakes, and he actually lowers his shoulder and runs through a couple of Niner defenders to pick up a first down. I think it was like a, it was a second and four, second and three, and he picked it up, uh, but – but there were, there were several signature moments. I think the fourth and one that call. Is, the, is the signature moment. Yeah, that is a- just Reid's. Andy Reid's awesome. It's triple option, guys. That's what it is. I mean, it's, it's a modern-day triple option. and You'll see it all over college football, and it's what I give Andy Reid a, a lot of credit for. I think I've told you guys a story, and I've and I got to be brief because i got to get to a basketball game. But I, was, I called Patrick Mahomes' last college game. Uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, Jerry World, Black Friday, lit it up, right, 500 yards, five touchdowns, ho-hum day for Patrick Mahomes, and at the time, the, uh, the now GM of the Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, who's a good friend of mine, who uh, was the area regional scout at the Bears when I got drafted, he was there, and at that point, he was like number two in command at Kansas City, it was before he took the Colts job, he actually takes the Colts job later that year. And he was at the game, and he texted me because he found out I was on the calls. my first year calling games at ESPN. And he comes up in the booth, and he watches the second half with me. And, uh, you know, at that time, no one knew if Mahomes was coming out or not. You know, he was kind of like a third-round pick, second, third-round pick. What even first-round guy? And um, I'm just like – I'm like asking about him, like, you know, who you here for? He's like, oh, there's only one person I'm here for. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what are you talking about? You guys got Alex Smith. He's like, we love him. He said, Andy is enamored with him. This was during the season. He said, we're going to draft him. He told me this in the booth uh, during that game. He said, we want him. We're going to go get him. And uh, he said, we think that he he is something special that nobody else. He's like, this isn't a Texas Tech quarterback. This is a special, unique player. For them to identify that and have the plan to trade up and get him in that draft, when they were really good that year with Alex Smith, I just give Andy Reid and, and those people in the personnel department so much credit. There were was, was, two quarterbacks taken before Patrick Mahomes and in a position that they didn't even need, but they identified something special for it to have paid off. I don't think that's talked about enough is their ability to identify him and then the way Andy Reid has built this offense around him and welcomed a lot of the things that for a long time was taboo in the NFL, I think it's just it's a testament to the great coach that Andy Reid is, and I thought that was on display once again last night with that play call and a lot of other play calls all along the way. It's Incredible.
0: I know you got to run quick, but even the even the call in that moment. How about to identify what the weakness is and to know the tendency of Bosa to know that in that moment oh, yeah. he's going to crash on the inside okay. like. Because, dude, they lined up in shotgun, and the first thought in my head was, this is exactly what I want. And I had that yeah. brief moment where I was like, they're going to win the freaking Super Bowl right here. And then I, as soon as the ball was snapped, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, well, there goes that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it just – he's – got to put the ball in 15's hands. Uh, he's yeah. – you know, I don't – Michael Jordan, um, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady. I, I don't know exactly who you want to compare him to. What he's doing is rare, and it is special, and I know it hurts for you, but as somebody without really any skin in the game, boy, he is fun to watch. Uh, and he, if he was ever looking for that signature moment at 28 years old, uh, he had it last night. How about this? His three Super Bowl wins, all down by at least 10 points, come from behind victories. The dude is just – he's something else, man. You can't ever count out the Chiefs when he's – healthy and he's running the show pretty remarkable dude i know you got to run appreciate you and we'll check in wednesday all right boys that's dusty devorcheck
0: joining us here on the blitz 1170 and streaming live on the blitz 1170 app with all the praise in the world uh that goes to kermit the mahomes all right we'll take a time out sorry that's a low blow and i know better than that i'm still hurt I, right it's now fair. it's I'm, fair i'm hurt right now uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up next year on the Blitz 1170 as we stream live on the Blitz 1170 app.